0: All right, it's time for another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zonner, and I'm Colin, and we're back. Uh, welcome back, Colin. I was so lonely this last episode, this last week, and I'm glad that you are here with me this time.
1: You know, I'm I'm just surprised you didn't kill me off.
0: That's you know, I, of you. I I thought about it, but I had already recorded the episode, and I. Didn't want to go back and edit it because it was like 3.30 in the morning and I had to get up and go to work. Oh, work. Yeah. The little thing. Yeah. You know who doesn't have to go to work? DC Swamp Thing. DC Swamp Thing. <laughs> well, I think they still got to go to work for a couple weeks, but not as long as as they had originally planned. And that was an excellent jump right into our first headline. Thank you, Thank you very much. You'd think that we might have been doing this for a while. You know, we're just gonna segues. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're kind of um, almost becoming professional. So Swamp Thing is actually on DC Universe. And, you know, James Wan is producing it. He, you know, obviously did Aquaman. Uh, he's done a lot of really high-profile horror movies. Uh, the guy's had a lot of success. He's made some good movies. And people are excited to see what he's going to do with Swamp Thing. And, you know, the, the character has been coming off of a really good run in the comics the last few years. Uh, he's been around since what the seventies, I think. Um, I mean, the character, he's got a, got a good solid fan base, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere, DC cancels the last three episodes of the series, they, it was going to originally be the first C the first series or first season rather was going to be 13, 13 episodes. And then out of the blue, it was, it was cut to 10 episodes. Now this news may, may be a little bit old. This broke what I think two, three weeks ago, but you know, we were obviously busy with, with FanEx and a couple of other things, so we didn't get to it. But this is something that I wanted to discuss because it kinda leads into some of the other stuff that we're going to talk about tonight. But it was confirmed uh, you know, by members of the cast they were shutting down production early. They weren't gonna do the last three episodes and then it came out that, oh well, they're they're shutting down production early. And then they're gonna take some time to regroup and then they're eventually going to come back and, and film the finale. Which, to me, sounds like they're not going to come back and film the finale. Oh, probably not. That was my thinking. They're going to just leave this one hanging as my guess.
1: Well, we're really just starting to get into a whole new graveyard of DC now. I don't know. Everyone has a streaming service right, right now, right? It, DC started theirs. And they don't really have a lot on it. They have a lot of their animated series, which... Their animated series, they do do they do do a great
0: job on. You said do do. I did say do do, which is appropriate because it's kind of what their service is, uh, pretty much. But, like, it doesn't make any
1: sense to have that content on there. Why? Why not just go with one of the other services?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting too because one of the rumors going around when this came down is that Warner Brothers was going to take time to evaluate the service. That to me right there says they're gonna cancel the service. Oh yeah. That that tells me DC universe is going away. You know, they've got Doom Patrol, they've got they've got Titans, they've got is that it? Doom Patrol and Titans? Yeah. I mean as far as their original shows? Uh
1: well I mean there's still Arrow, The Flash
0: but that they've actually developed exclusively. Yeah, for the most part, I think that's it. And then they have a whole bunch of other shows that you know they they're bringing in that were developed, like you mentioned, uh, you know, Flash and whatnot. But I don't even know if those are airing; those are still on CW. But you know, they've got Krypton that they're that they've got yeah. available, uh, and then they have their movies. They've got their animated series, you know, they've got the entire Batman animated series, they've got Young Justice. They have some good content, most of it is animated, however. But as far as being able to compete with the big boys of streaming, I just don't know. I don't even know what the price on this is cuz frankly, I haven't cared enough to to subscribe to it. They just don't have enough content that I I want to sit down and pay to watch that I can't get elsewhere, whether it be on DVD or, or whatever, that I don't already have on DVD. Yeah, And I'm frankly not going to subscribe to it simply for Titans and Doom Patrol. Swamp Thing, though, was intriguing. With the rumors that they're going to possibly be, quote-unquote, evaluating the streaming service, that makes me wonder, okay, so what's going to happen if they decide that they're no longer going to going to be offering DC Universe as a streaming service.
1: Honestly, they've probably already been in talks with Netflix. Because Netflix is losing all their Disney content problems.
0: Oh, they are. That that's pretty much confirmed.
1: Yeah. So half their content, or at least like a quarter of it, is going out the window. So to me, it would be you would think that Netflix would be like, all right, let's approach DC. Let's try to get DC's movies on here. Some of their other shows. I mean, Netf- one of the Netflix's uh, top shows have been some of the like Marvel animated series. Yeah. And so I, I think it would be a, a great opportunity for DC to actually get on a decent platform for one.
0: It makes perfect sense. And I hadn't actually considered that, but you know, Netflix is losing all of the Disney content, and they need something to fill that void. So why not bring the Warner Brothers DC content on? That makes that makes perfect sense. You've got a you've got a superhero void that needs filled. Uh, my my wonder or my my thinking is you know I'm wondering if is Warner Brothers going to try and create like a Warner Brothers mega platform, kind of like Disney is doing where all of the Warner Brothers content is on one platform as opposed to just the DC content. Yeah. Uh, Cause that tends to be the direction that everyone is going right now. And it makes sense to some extent. I mean, we've got NBC right now that's looking to do the same thing. We've seen stuff in the news all week long That they're looking to launch their own streaming service. And as a result, Netflix is going to be losing their uh, rights to air, friends, and the office. And people are losing their mind over that. And it's not until 2021, I think, that the shows are even potentially going to leave. Yeah. But those are two of the highest rated shows on, on the network.
1: Well, even when they... Uh, remove Chuck from Netflix. There was a huge uproar on that, and even Zachary Levi um, was saying, "Hey, Netflix, come on, let's let's work something out." And nothing.
0: Yeah, that's that's a problem. You know, with all these different networks going to buy or going to develop their own streaming services, they're becoming just an extension of of their own cable channel. That was part of the appeal of cutting the cable is you didn't have to deal with the cable companies anymore. Yeah. But if they're going to put their own content on cable or on their own cable content on their streaming service now, you still got to deal with the cable company, which totally that sucks. I mean, there's no escaping these companies. There, there's really no escaping them at this point. And, you know, while we're talking NBC and Comcast, you know, Comcast owns NBC, or is it NBC owns Comcast? I don't know. They're, they're so big. They're all together. It's all the same. But Disney is actually looking to buy Comcast portion of Hulu, which is interesting to me because NBC is looking to launch their own streaming service because they've got one. You know, I thought it was interesting that Disney was going to launch their own streaming service because they have one. They own two-thirds of Hulu. And now NBC's going to launch their own streaming service. Well, they still own a third of Hulu. And, you know, why not utilize that to some extent? But apparently, I don't know, Hulu seems to have been treated kind of like the redheaded stepchild of streaming services for a long, long time now. Yeah. So I don't know. That one's interesting to me. And, you know, with it being Disney, I'm sure they're going to end up buying it. They're ultimately going to buy it, I'm sure. But then what's Disney going to do with that? Is that going to be... I've heard rumors that that's going to be a, kind of a more mature Disney Plus where they can...
1: That's what I would assume. I think we talked about this a little last time, but basically, like, Disney, Disney's, um, like... A lot of their Fox property isn't necessarily going to be a great place to host some of those because they are for more mature audiences. So it makes sense to kind of have it all in, all in two different entities. <clears throat> and I mean, Hulu has several originals that are purely mature based.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, uh, what's that one that they've got based on the Stephen King? stuff. I can't even think of it right now, but it's fantastic. And yeah, that's not really a Disney type Disney type deal. I can't see that on Disney Plus. No. Yeah. But um
1: you're talking about Castle Rock?
0: Yes, Castle Rock. Yeah. That that was fantastic series. I absolutely loved it, but boy, I tell you. I don't see I don't see that, you know, Showing up on Disney plus anytime in the near future. So I think Hulu, I think Hulu has its place. I think Disney, you know, assuming that they end up purchasing the remaining portions of Hulu that they don't own already, I think it's wise to keep it a separate entity. But then again, it makes me question as well how long it it makes sense to keep it to keep it out there you know if if you've already got the platform why not just roll it in i don't know maybe maybe that's just me maybe that's just me but yeah this this whole thing with the streaming stuff is just becoming it's becoming convoluted man there's a
1: I mean, it's dominating the news right now still. I mean, it's been what, uh, two months since, um, the original Disney Plus news started filtering out and there hasn't been a week where we haven't learned something new about it.
0: Has it been that long? Oh my goodness. It just seems like, it just seems like there's just news every day about Disney and streaming. It just, I can't believe that they've been able to dominate the news for that long with this stuff. Yeah. Good for them, I guess. It's not. That's cool because nobody's talking about anything else. Everything is all Disney right now. You look at the headlines on the internet and it's everything is Disney, whether it's Avengers or streaming or, or what. It's all Disney. So. Yeah. They're having a banner year, I would imagine, financially. Oh, big time. It's going <laughs> to... It's a
1: it's gonna, good time. It's skyrocketing.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a good time to be a Disney investor right now, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I'm just looking here at, at StolenDroids.com, and of our featured articles, all five of our featured articles are Disney Every single one of them are Disney-related. You'd think they were paying us or something. It's messed up, man. If if only. You'd think that we worked for them or something. Maybe we should work for them. Holy cow. Holy cow. Well, while we're talking Disney, here's one that I actually wanted to talk about. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to open up on May 31st at Disneyland. And beginning on May 2nd. So we are... Getting really close to that. You can register to get your reservations beginning on May second at 8 a.m. Pacific time at Disney Parks blog or Disneyland.com, and two hours later at 10 a.m. You can hop in and try and try and actually get your reservation. But we're hearing a lot about this. It sounds like it is going to be packed, based on what we've heard and the people, some of the people that we've talked with so if this is something that you're going for if you're hoping to get into disneyland and and check out galaxy's edge when that opens up at the end of may mark your calendars for may 2nd because you're gonna need to you're gonna need to hop onto those websites one of those websites and Seriously. and get your registration taken care of Start the yeah it's it's amazing it's amazing you know I am amazed at Disneyland, I mean, it opened up in 1955. And all these years later, you've got these people that are so freaking excited for this new area of the park to launch. And I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not so excited that I can't wait for a year or two for the crowds to die down. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Carsland opened, just the lines to get on anything there that first year. It was it was amazing, and even now, Radiator Springs Racers still a huge, huge line to get going. But yeah, if you if you're hoping to get there, there's your information. We'll put a link in our show notes here so that you can hop on. and Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Hope it works out for you. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't even going to try.
1: Oh, I will go in September. Oh, will you? I will, dude. I gotta go. It's first year out. I can't miss it. Oh man, Star Wars is,
0: is my love. Well, you know how I feel about Star Wars, but dude, I ain't gonna stand well, in line. Not a true Star Wars fan, my friend. Dude, I ain't gonna stand in line for seven hours. I will stand in line for twelve hours if I have to. I got little kids, man. That ain't gonna work. I know my limits, and I know my children's limits. I dude. would, I could stand in line you've got technology give them a
1: phone pop on Netflix <laughs> Disney plus
0: that's true Disney, Disney plus phone. won't launch until November though
1: speaking of tech let's dive in
0: yeah and and excitement for launches we got the we got the PlayStation 5 you
1: know we've been waiting to find out about the next generation of consoles for what the last five years i think it's been five years since they released the ps4 and xbox one is that how long it's been yeah i think so man and i'm excited but geez it's it's taken a while for the technology to be there i figured it would have been here already so it'll be interesting to see if the two consoles will release at the same time because we don't have a confirmation yet on exact release date for Xbox's new console. But looking like 2020 is going to be the year. So,
0: we don't know an exact date for for either console, for either the PS5 or the Xbox. However, once we get that date from one of the manufacturers, from one of the companies, either Microsoft or Sony, how quickly do you think the other company is going to come out with their date? And how close do you think... It will be to the other company's date. Oh, within a month. They're going to try and steal Thunder. They've got to. Oh,
1: yeah. 100%. So I have not used my Xbox for probably four years. What is it? 2015. Yeah, so four years. And I just turned it on for the first time in four years because one of my buddies wanted to play Halo. I was like, all right, let's go ahead and check it out. And like, yeah, I hate the UI still. <laughs> the Xbox one has a horrible UI. I was just trying to renew my Xbox Live subscription and I freaking couldn't do it. I checked four different places. I went to a place that said subscriptions and then clicked on where it said, "Oh, this expired back in 2015." Clicked on that. And it still wouldn't let me renew it. Like it would, it just blocked me from it. <laughs> you know, so my experience with the Xbox One has been horrific. While PlayStation just has this UI that just flows so easily.
0: I will say I'm not a huge fan of the UI of the Xbox. However, I do prefer the Xbox to the PlayStation.
1: You know, that's fair. <laughs>
0: Is that a movies that make us reference? That is a movies that make us reference. Okay. For those of you who aren't familiar with that reference, check out movies that make us. It comes out on StolenDroids.com every Monday.
1: Which episode did they did they say that in? Was that the Rocky episode? That
0: was the Rocky episode. That was episode eight, it's titled, I Titled That's Fair. Yes. And there there was a lot of that's fair being said. <laughs> between Jake and Val, two of the show hosts. But yeah, check that out. It is a great show. They do a good job. Uh, so check them out every Monday on, on soulandroids.com or wherever you get your podcasts because, you know, that's how the internet works. And then I just came across this article. I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook more than just about anything. Oh my gosh. You know, if you get hit with with a privacy investigation, that's generally a bad thing. If you get hit with two privacy investigations, that's generally pretty bad. The three privacy investigations, that's, that's not a good thing. But then take into account that Facebook got hit with three privacy investigations all in a single day from three separate countries. On Thursday, they got hit by a trio of investigations. I love that, how they put that in this article, a trio of investigations over its privacy practices. First was a probe by the Irish Data Protection Authority that was looking into a breach of hundreds of millions of Facebook and Instagram user passwords that were stored in plain text on its servers which is a huge no-no under the European GDPR data protection law. And that could lead to fines up to 4% of its global annual revenue for the infringing year, which is going to be several billion dollars.
1: Now, the confusing part here is that while all these bad things are happening, their stock still goes up. It's up close to 6% at market close. That's true. That's $40 billion
0: to their value. Yeah, it's crazy. It's mind-blowing. They'll get fined that amount, I'm sure, next year when they get investigated for something new. But then after the Irish came after them, the Canadians came after them, after they broke strict privacy laws, Uh, the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Canada said that it plans to take Facebook to federal court to force a company to correct its quote serious contraventions of Canadian privacy law. Um, I don't know what a contravention is, but it doesn't sound good. And this is basically uh fallout from the Cambridge Analytica scandal, which vacuumed up more than six hundred thousand profiles of Canadian citizens. That was that was used, you might recall, uh, with the Donald Trump campaign during the twenty what's it, 2016 election. Had to look and see what year we were in. And then finally, New York came after them. The New York Attorney General, Letitia James, is looking into the recent unauthorized collection of one and a half million user email addresses, which Facebook used for profile verification, but also inadvertently scraped their contact lists. So yeah, Facebook may have, you know, used their email addresses. But, oh, yeah, we also got their contact info people's email and whatever else as well. Ain't nothing.
1: English lesson for you. Contravention, an action that violates a law, treaty, or other ruling.
0: Good to know. Yeah, I figured it was something like that. Something that went around something. Was my guess. And like you said, their stock is a freaking 6% even with all of this.
1: There's no taking that behemoth.
0: What does that tell you about investors? Either they're stupid or they don't care because they don't think anything serious is going to happen as a result of this.
1: Google Plus can
0: still make a comeback. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Facebook is a monster, man. What would you, would you prefer LO? Uh, I, I don't know. We got to, we got to do something though. Maybe we should start our own social network. Yeah. I don't for that. You know, we just, we need a robot that, you know, doesn't understand privacy and treats people like crap and, and we'll be good, man. That's all we need. Just put it out there and people will flock to us. That's what they did to Facebook. He is a robot, isn't he? Uh, yeah, why not? He looks like one. <laughs> just, just don't get Zuckerberg wet. Don't put him in the pool, and we'll be okay, dude.
1: Hello, completely changed their their uh, social media network. It's for creators now. Really? Yeah. When you go to sign in, it, it does an onboarding, and it says, "Are you an artist or a fan?" Interesting. Yeah completely random apparently
0: they found a space for themselves wow i haven't i haven't oh, even th- thought about that one for like how long has it been since i've even thought about that one uh
1: probably since Schmidty mentioned it every five
0: seconds back in the day oh yeah is that uh, schmitty loved that thing he did i don't even remember what. what's the url on that uh lo.io oh, okay i wonder if i still have an account there <laughs> I don't even know if I've still got an account there. The Creators Network.
1: Wow. Super random.
0: It's a, LO is a global community of artists dedicated to creative excellent. Built by artists for artists. Wow. There's like actual stuff there. Interesting. Pretty weird, huh? Interesting. I may have to log in here.
1: Uh, I'm curious if they saw the success that the daisy social media network was doing
0: Uh because they
1: created this whole creative network that is supposed to be built to help like build collaboration between uh other creators whether it be content makeup artists, whatever Uh
0: uh-huh
1: and it's it's been doing fairly well so i wonder if um, at the same time that they heard they were coming out with their network that they decided to revamp or if they beat these guys into the
0: space. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think that's about all the show we've got this week. It's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. So go ahead and send us your thoughts to feedback at StolenDroids.com and if you have any tech-related questions you know, send those to us as well. We're happy to help You know, build that new computer or advise you on that new piece of tech that you may be considering buying you know we've been doing this for a long time we have a little bit of experience in the field so we're happy to help any way we can so just send us your questions and we'll be happy to answer them and if you haven't already done so please go ahead and subscribe to Stolen Droids podcast Uh, you can find us on itunes google Podcasts, spotify and pretty much everywhere else And while you're there, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review so that other people can know what you think about the show. And don't forget to check us out on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stolen Droids. And for news and information in between episodes, check us out over at StolenDroids.com.
1: And you may also have noticed that we're posting on Tuesdays now. It's
0: kind of our new thing.
1: Uh, We've got Movies That Make Us that's posting every Monday, but you can find us every Tuesday.
0: Yes, that is true. We're going to be on Tuesdays now. We will be back next week with another episode, but until then, be good to each other. All right, we'll see you guys next week. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.